On today's episode of the Blending Bourbon Podcast, be sure to join Dixon Dedman from 2XO Whiskey and myself, David Mark Young from Golden Sheaf, as we discuss some of the challenges during October, November, December, rolling out a bourbon brand, some of the distribution, allocation, challenges, everything that you're familiar with when it comes to hard-to-find products all times of year, but especially this time of year. This is our holiday episode. Happy holidays to you. Cheers. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this holiday edition of the Blending Bourbon podcast, sponsored by Golden Sheaf. I'm Dixon Dedman of 2XO Whiskey, and the Indiana Jones to my short round is... Mr. David Mark Young, owner, master blender of uh, Golden Sheaf Whiskey. Um, David, how are you today? Great, Dixon. How are you this morning? I'm good, man. Thanks for that amazing introduction, as always. Happy holidays. That's all the show prep I do is is just the the intro. That's that's it. The rest and you do such a great job. Yeah, the rest of it is just like let's let's wing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the holidays are upon us. They are. And They're here. I was, I was, I was thinking about this and and talking to you about this. Thinking about talking to you about this. You know, in in this little circle, this small town that I live in, or whatever. Like you know, I'm I'm the I'm the bourbon guy. Like you're the you know I'm 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 the bourbon guy. And and get that even. In larger circles, sometimes um, you know I'm I'm the bourbon guy, and and it was funny like a couple days ago because um, I think everybody's going through the same thing. Like, oh, I've got a I've got a bourbon lover on my list. There's <laughs> there's you know, and and I, I can't tell you the number of texts and calls and emails that I get. I mean, people are like, hey, you know, I we really want to do something special for. Um, for the boss or we want to get something for dad or we want to get something for um, some clients or coworkers. And it's always Dixon, do you, you know, do you know where we could get six bottles of Pappy Van Winkle or, you know, my, you know, I got a buddy who's, who's really into bourbon and, and he'd really like a bottle of George T stag for Christmas. Do you, do you know where I could get one of those? And I mean, it's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of insane. Sometimes I want to, you know, I I just want to respond with, you know, <laughs> yeah. Let me just magically create one of these things, one of right. these, um, and I, you know, I think it's it's fun. I mean, we rolled out two XO the Phoenix blend, you know, hoping that it would be there in time for people to, you know, secure this for gifts. I mean, you're always thinking right. September, October, because people are going to be you know, um, in, in, in purchase mode, gift mode, but the whole situation is just, you know, maddening anymore. And it's just, it's so, it's so challenging. I mean, you're a, you're a shopper, you're a, um, consumer. Yeah. But you're a cereal liquor store visitor and stuff like that. I mean, admittedly, you know, I mean, I, I think we all know how it's changed, but it's just, it's just unbelievable the way you know the way this whole situation works these days yeah well it seems like everything's in high demand but i i think it's i I get the same thing um and it and it it's interesting it's it's funny it's ironic 
um and every time i shake my head somebody literally yesterday somebody sent me a text it was an old neighbor of mine and you know telling me about her husband's uh newfound affinity for bourbon and um have i ever heard of pappy van winkle and i knew it was coming next right, was uh right. if i could get a couple bottles one for her son and one for her husband and um and and so instead i pointed her toward golden sheaf and and some 2xo and <laughs> said these are more realistically obtainable and uh, perhaps even even better tasting i don't know so that's up to you but yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, it's funny when I think about the way this whole thing has changed. Um, when we, in my previous, previous life of, you know, running the inn and the restaurants, um, and we we opened the, the tavern in 2004. Um, and, you know, and if I wanted a bottle of Pappy 23... I ordered it on Thursday and it came on the truck on Friday and the delivery driver would say, Oh my gosh, what is this? That's expensive. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was it's just, it was, it was completely different. And then, you know, as, as the popularity grew, it, it really went and, and the relationship you cultivated uh, was with the producer uh, right. because, you know, if you, you know, Julian and Preston want the Van Winkle to be, you know, in 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 high end bourbon accounts, you know, high end restaurants. They want it in front of people. They, you know, they 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 don't like the idea of it being um, flipped, you know, and, and that type of thing. Sure. When you talk antique collection, you know, Sazerac, they wanted um, the entire antique collection on the back bar of the Old Owl Tavern because you know we had so many you know, we were pouring it and pouring it a decent, you know, and so you, you, I mean, four roses, limited edition, small batch. I went to four right. roses and they said, yes, we want to be there. We want to get you barrel picks. We want, you know, we want the stuff on the shelves and, and all that stuff. And it was amazing over as this thing grew the way the, there was a, a, a power shift um, and the power shift really went to the distributor and, and the distributor, um, you know, basically said, we buy it from producer will we're going to use it as a tool um to to move other products and towards the end of my life in in hospitality um there were local uh you know mexican uh restaurants that were getting more van winkle than the old Al Tavern was getting because wow. they were moving all of this um, Sazerac tequila and and things like that, and it was just it, it was amazing when you go have those conversations with them. Like, what what is going on here? Right. Um, and I think you you know you see that at the retail level as well. I mean, it's it's the big guys that get the stuff. The days of um, you know my local uh, get stuff and holds it for me. The the locals. They don't. They don't have access to it anymore because they don't right. move as much as the the big players, and it's yeah. you know it, it it's made the whole thing crazy, right? So so with this, uh, it, it'd be interesting to, and it's only been a, a handful of years, but between Kentucky Owl and and Two XO, what's stands out is the or or the biggest challenge or biggest difference now between. Um, you know, rolling out those two products 
Well, I think, you know, with 2XO and we rolled that out, um, although my partners in this prestige beverage company do have other other brands, um, you know, this is this initial rollout was exclusively um you know about 2XO. Um right. and, and and you know when when we were doing Kentucky Owl, um and I, I don't think this is particularly um a stoley issue, but you know, it was they used uh what what people wanted um as a method to to also attach it to other products so they could you know so it was like we can give you two bottles but if you pick up a couple cases of stoli cucumber and some bayou rum <laughs> right. um you know we could probably throw in another bottle and it's it, you know that that kind of leveraging um these things is is frustrating you know right. i mean it's frustrating and you you talk to um and that's not just Kentucky out, but when I was, you know, when we were doing the tavern, it was like, well, you know, your best way to get more Van Winkle is, is if you, uh, you know, put in a, maybe put in a fireball machine and, and put Wheatley <laughs> vodka in your well. And it was like, well, we're not really a fireball account. And you know, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. it, it, it contradicts. It turns you, it takes you down a path. You're probably not prepared for as a, as a retailer or a, a on-premise account. Um, I'm curious. So 2XO by Dixon Deadman, it's got your name right on the, on the label. Um, how much control does Dixon Deadman have of where 2XO goes? Yeah. I mean, you know, I have, I have a say in anything I want to have a say in, you know, there comes a point where you just can't, or, you know, I mean, I, I with Kentucky I was more about picking my battles with with this one it's it's much more about trusting uh the team and their decisions and um you know there are other you know there are relationships that I don't know about for example you know who you know what what markets prestige is has has a good relationship with a distributor in right. or or you know or whatever so um you know I, I definitely was able to be at the table um, when we talked about what what states we wanted to distribute to and 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 could have as much say or as little say as I wanted to and there were certain places that I had great relationships um you know I mean like Texas uh we had done you know I had great relationships in Texas Florida you know Illinois obviously Kentucky and things like that so you want to you know you want to go where you're kind of known or, right. or whatever um and then you know I, I I didn't get into the weeds in terms of when we looked at at a particular state like where you know some some states you just have to go certain places like you have right, to yeah. be you know um, you know my big and, and one of the big conversations that we had because um, everybody wants to sell cases uh, but we also have to build a brand and we have right. to build you know and 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 brands are built in my opinion, um, on the, in, in the on-premise, you know, it's, it, you know, not everybody's going to get to be able to buy that bottle cause they're not going to be there that day. But, right. um, if they've heard about it and see it on a back bar and can say, I want to try that. So, you know, I, I, I was, I, I, I was vocal about where and, and about, you know, a certain percentage for each state that was yeah. dedicated to the on-premise so that we could get it there. Um, 
but you know, there are just some things that you know. I, there's just too, you know, you can't be involved in everything. I couldn't be sure. involved in everything, and I've got three guys on my team, and they they took care of a lot of that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm sure you get hit up. I mean, being the face and the name, I'm sure you get hit up a lot, especially being out on the road. Um, you know, people requesting more than you can actually a lot. Yeah, and 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 then you know, it's a lot of the comments on social media, like, hey my local didn't get any can you you know and it's mm-hmm. you know then it's you know it's like okay let me make a call to our national sales guy to see if we can get a six-pack to a store in <laughs> raleigh north carolina or whatever right and, you know you, so you try but yeah you try do what you, know, you can I mean, do there's, there's nothing worse or not i'm sorry nothing worse it, it, you know it's a great problem to have to have people right. want it and you want to get it to them um but the this whole model has has really changed and and made you made it really hard for people to um to get their hands on this stuff yeah absolutely that I and mean, that's one of the one of the major factors i kind of went into this whole thing from a kind of a risk management aspect and and that was one of the biggest hang-ups there's challenges all around like we've discussed supply chain and you know just sourcing barrels and that kind of stuff but but uh, gosh, the horror stories you hear about distribution, and um, I know my first uh, experience with a distributor, potential experience. Um, you know, we went in with our first release, and um, the first thing they said, they didn't even try the juice yet. They did. They heard, you know, the the wave tops of the pitch, and they said double the price and but based on what was you know so you clearly have um you know more in-depth insight and experience and knowledge but why and to them it was just oh that's where it belongs the way you described it and so you know i i get that and there were there were a number of other things but then um yeah moving on you know with the distributor i am with now quench um and they they do a pretty good job they uh i mean you know we're small we're small footprint um but but we i I know we can't say pre-sale but um socialize the products um you know increase the brand awareness and do what we can and get out there and then and then leave it up to the the retailers the merchants to to, to reach out and but but even that then the then they'll reach out to me i'm the i'm the touch point for that apparently directly um so you know if they can't find it or if, if you know if there's not enough or whatever but yeah it's 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 challenging for sure and and you know and i know this this you know one thing that surprised me about um kentucky owl was one of the Gosh, the 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 fears or the scares, or, you know. O and D. Everybody talked about O and D. O and D. October, November, December, selling. You know, nobody wants to release a brand the last three mm-hmm. months of the year. Um, I actually did the same thing. For, uh, released uh, a couple of years ago, um, Christmas Eve, and you know, it's on the tail end of O and D. But there's a lot of things in there, reasons why um, that I didn't really understand. But but I mean, you're blowing it out of the water with your rollout which is impressive and 
you know, I'm, so if any of those O and D, uh, yeah, I mean there there have been dog specifics, and and it, you know it was it was fine, but you know we there are a couple uh, a couple states where we have multiple distributors based on the region, and right, um, you know there were there were a couple that said we don't launch any new products in OND. You know, O and D. Like I, I didn't know what O and D when I first started. You know, doing stuff in the whatever corporate business world, and you hear all these like <laughs> acronyms, and it's like I'm gonna, I gotta Google that real fast. Um, but you know, and 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 so they said, you know, we don't release anything in in O and D, and it was like, well, that's that's totally fine. Um, and we said, you know, I when we come back with this next round um you know we if if the other partner in the state knocks it out of the park um you know i hope we can find some cases to get to you you know and and of course that was met with oh, okay yeah we'll see and then two weeks later um that particular distributor that turned it down said wait 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 actually we've changed our mind you know which is <laughs> kind of kind of funny and and um and i get it i mean you know they've got everybody's trying to move everything they've got in the warehouse uh by the end of the year so you you have to i mean it just kind of is what it is but you know there's um that was that was the thing forever forever it was always september you know september bourbon heritage month that's when everybody was releasing you know and and it slowly crept into october and then november and um and i think that's around you know that's kind of the holiday concept right i mean you know yeah oh yeah so demand wise year round i'm i'm thinking there's certain times a year that bourbon is is in higher demand than other other times a year and this being one of them so I I certainly think there's that has merit when you talk about like yes does does bourbon consumption in the let's say thirty five to fifty dollar price point like everybody's ever does does that change in the summer absolutely you know you're less likely to go yeah. home on a Tuesday and you know if it's ninety degrees outside and you're gonna cut the grass you probably get drink a beer and then maybe you know, whatever, like you drink, whatever your something Malibu cold. rum and pineapple with cranberry <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Something they refreshing. The, they yeah. call that the Tracy Osborne around here. But, uh, okay. you know, so I, I think, you know, I, I don't think with, um, here's another acronym for you. I don't think with LTOs, you know, I had to look up LTO limited mm-hmm. time offering. Like I, I don't, for those types of things, I think the demand is always there. I don't think it's nearly as seasonal as, you know, um, I mean, I, I think if you're going to release something that's limited one off, you know, has some scarcity to it. Uh, you know, I, I don't think in my opinion, you can sell it in, Fe- you know, February, March, just as easily right. as you can sell it in October, November. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I'm just wondering, is, is that, have you, have you tailored your, your go to market, strategy around O and D or even no, you know, I Father's mean, our, Day our or strat- you know, our strategy is. is really to um 
to to eventually get to the point where we have three limited edition releases per year. So in the spring, we'll do one of those icon series. So in the spring, we'll release the Innkeepers blend, which is the follow up to the Phoenix blend. Um, somewhere in August, September, probably August, uh, we'll release our Gem of Kentucky series, which is our single barrel series. So there, mm-hmm. you know, I'm only going to do like 65 single barrels a year, and and you know, we'll we'll launch that, and that that'll be the top piece of our program. Um, and then turn around in um, September, October, and do the third installment of the Icon series. That that what's called the Heritage Blend is going to be the third one. Um, nice. Uh, and then somewhere around that time frame, depending on how the, the liquid works out, we'll introduce the Oak series, which is going to be our everyday ongoing SKU always available. Gotcha. Um, and so the idea is, you know, by the time we get to 24 and forward, um, we'll have kind of the baseline program that's out there all the time. And then three, LTO sprinkled in throughout the year. And I, gotcha. I don't think there's anything, you know, nothing based on my experience. And when we've released other stuff with Kentucky, Owl, I mean, if it's, I don't, I don't think you have to target a certain time of year for something that's, that's special. Um, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, th- I think all brands would tell you that their kind of everyday offering or their, you know, obviously their sales slow down in certain months and pick up in other months. But, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think with the way the way there's demand for for these types of uh, higher end allocated items, I, I don't think it's that. You know, I don't think the calendar dictates when when people are going to buy or not buy. Right. Right. Yeah. I th- I think there's I, I think there's some. Uh, you know, certain times of year. I mean, I get, you know, re- have had requests every Father's Day. Somebody, I'm yeah. the bourbon guy over here. So every Father's Day, somebody, you know, hit me up for what's the best Father's Day bourbon um, or even holiday bourbon or. Uh, what is the best Father's Day bourbon, David? Ooh. Um, ask me during Father's Day. Okay. It's, well, what's it's, the best holiday bourbon then? The Oh, by far the best holiday bourbon is the Golden Sheaf uh, pork finished mm-hmm. um, 115 proof bourbon that'll be coming out. Um, I would not agree more. Yeah. Any minute now. <laughs> or is possibly out in some places. I mean, that, that is such a bizarre question. You know, like and when you're the bourbon guy like what what are the ones you get like hey <laughs> father's day's coming up um you know i want to get dad something special in that 50 to 60 dollar range like what you know what i mean it's just always really yeah well, it's <laughs> like that uh what was that movie um guy walks in the store and says hey i want to get some really nice champagne you know it's my fiance's family's holiday you know what do you recommend and the guy says we you get some mums it's on sale for 5.99 and, and he's like we get anything more expensive and he's like well you can buy a bunch of mums <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 50 dollars range you just get two or three bottles of jim beam and dad will be fine <laughs> do you if if somebody and and golden sheaf and 2xo aside if somebody was going to buy you um, 
if somebody was going to buy you a, like a Christmas bourbon and, and this is not, you, you have to open it and drink it. Um, <clears throat> yo, is, is there, is there one that, you know, you would like, there's plenty that you would be excited about, but is there one that, that you would say, Oh man, this is, this person really likes me. <laughs> My mother does an amazing job of buying me a, a an especially nice bottle of bourbon. I don't know how she pulls it off, but mm-hmm. it always shows up in the mail every year. Um, one year she bought me a, a bottle of what was it? Jefferson's presidential, their Bordeaux finish. Okay. Um, you know, a bottle of old Fitzgerald, 14 year. Um, gosh, I, for me, particularly right now, um, Parker's heritage is kind of at the top of the list. Um, maybe one of those, uh, uh, 21 year heaven Hill or 17 year heaven Hill releases mm-hmm. that just came out. Um, you know, I see those show up on, on premise, you know, in bars and stuff and, um, rarely ever for retail around here, or if they are, they, they, they don't show up yeah. on a, on a shelf. Yeah. Um, and I try to, you know, I'll taste it, you know, I get a little taste, but that's, that's what kind of locks me in. I need that. I, I've got to have that and, and, you know, add it to the collection as a sipper, but, you know, it's something I want to drink. Um, gosh, uh, you know, I've never had a bottle of George T. Stag. I, I've always, uh, I love Stag Jr. But I'm, so, um, I've, I've tasted year over year, George T. Stag and all the antique collection, but that's, that's the one I gravitate toward that, that flavor mm-hmm. profile. So yeah, I'd say George T. Stag, you know, whatever year it's kind of my, would love to have a bottle of that or two bottles, one to keep one to drink. I think I have every George T. Stag from 2008 to about 2019. <laughs> um, you know, when we got them, I always pulled one aside. That was always, you know, the three things that I always look, you know, look forward to back, you know, it was, and I think the 15 year old Van Winkle is, is just one of, I just absolutely adore that stuff. I, I really could take or leave the 20 and 23, but the 15, yeah. I think is just that, fabulous sweet spot uh george t stag and then the four roses limited edition small bags those were the three those are my three that i always you know and obviously we get out of this business i don't see them anymore i don't have access to them anymore (laughs) um but that would be you know i i've i've tasted the george t stag this year it's phenomenal um obviously the pappy 15 have not tasted a four roses limited edition small batch in probably a couple of years I have a plethora of them up to a certain point, but that, that would be, that, that would be the one. If one showed up, I would say somebody, obviously somebody knows me and somebody really likes me. And I'm not right. really sure that person is out there. Like not, <laughs> no, not, not my mom, not my dad, not my wife. Like I would probably have to give that to myself. I may be the only person yeah. that likes myself enough to get myself that, but <laughs> Um, but that would, that would be it for me. Um, gosh, if I found a bottle, I'd certainly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah send you yeah. a sample of it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I hear that's, you. That's yeah. fair. That's very fair. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, I think I go back to looking at this stuff. I, I was, 
I, I was in uh, New York in uh, November first around the first of November because that was that was the marathon and yeah you know Manhattan liquor stores are like allocated bourbon museums I mean yeah. everything is there they have everything it's like Vegas um, yeah yeah except the prices are just astronomical astronomical. Yeah. Um, you know, you want Pappy Van Winkle? Go to go to Midtown Manhattan and drop five grand on a on a bottle of the fifteen year old. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's what it's, it is. It, it's, it's a museum. It's unbelievable. You know, and you go. Uh, one store had a bottle of Bat Seven Kentucky Owl, which we released in twenty seventeen, um, and I think it was twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow. Um, you know, Did I mean, you buy it's it? just no. No, but I, you know what I did buy? You know what? what I found? I was in one store and they had insane prices on every. I mean, insane. And, and they had just received um, that uh, that old Fitzgerald fourteen year old that everybody you know, that, you know. And I asked the guy, I was like, "What are you going to price that at?" And he looked at the price he paid for it and he was like, "I don't know, six fifty And I was like, "Sounds about right." Yeah. And then I was looking in the cabinet, and there was a a 2019 Four Roses limited edition small batch 20, 2019 with a, a sticker on it for three seventy five. You're kidding? No. Wow. And I was like, pull that out. And he was like, Yeah, you're gonna buy that? And I was like, Oh gosh, yeah, I'm gonna buy it. He was like, I need, I, I should have this price higher, <laughs> right? And I was like, Well, based on the rest of the prices in your store, yes, yeah. Um, you know, and and so I, I mean, I, I definitely bought that and brought it home with me. But um, yeah, no kidding. I, I, uh, since we're on telling pricing stories here, I'll just share. I was in a big, big uh, liquor store. Won't mention the name, but uh, browsing the aisles like I do, um, looking at all these bourbon labels and um, you know a lot of local stuff. A lot of this is down in Atlanta. I'll tell you where it was. Um, but there was a bottle of uh, Old Pepper 10-year um, barrel strength, I think. I have a couple bottles left. But it, anyway, it was marked at, it was priced at like $27. Um, and this, I think at the time, this was, they had just released this. It was, prior to that, it was in, you know, you could only buy it at the distillery type of thing and they were selling it for 150 bucks a bottle i think but mm -hmm. anyway the guy had it for 27 bucks and he comes over and asks if i needed help and i said no but i wanted to let you know that this is probably priced incorrectly and he's like oh is it too much and i said no it's really underpriced and and he says what do you want me to do about it <laughs> i said well i guess nothing nothing he's like well you're gonna buy it and i said well i'll take all 10 so <laughs> I, I bought a I, I bought an antique collection. I mean, I got we could tell these stories all day. I bought an mm -hmm. antique collection in a store that had um, all of the Van Winkles, starting at seven fifty and going up. And there was an antique collection, and I said, "How much are those?" And they said sixty nine ninety nine. And I said, "Bring it all down." And and the lady was like, "Well, I, I guess I need to check with the manager." And I was like, "No, you don't. You got them. That's the way they're priced. Um, absolutely not. Bring them. Bring them all." Um, but then, you know, it's funny because I, I look for that stuff and try to, you know, and, and then there's like a local liquor store near my house and great guy, you know, friend of mine, when Elizabeth says, hey, 
can you grab a bottle of wine on the way home? Like I pop in there and grab it, you know, get my, you know, whatever. Um, but there were times when we would put out, you know, a, a batch of Kentucky Owl and, you know, I, when I would pull into the parking lot, uh, I could see them scrambling to take the bottles and put them under the counter so that I didn't, so that, so that I didn't see what they were charging for these bottles, you know, and then no somebody would be kidding. like, Hey, the guy at the street, you know, do you see the price they have on your stuff? And I was like, I know, but I don't want to know what it was, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, 600 bucks or something like that. And, and yeah. you know, that's why they were pulling it down and putting it under the counter or whatever. Right. And, um, <laughs> You know, it's funny. I mean, I, you probably get them too. I get the messages like, "Hey, I thought your bottle was supposed to be this Phoenix blend. I thought it was supposed to be ninety nine ninety nine, and our locals charging, you know, one ninety nine ninety nine. And right. and you know, there's it, it's a fine line because you you do want to go back and say, "Hey, maybe don't send so much to this account because they're um gouging a little bit." Um, then it's a compliment, kind of in a weird way that they. You know they 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 want to do that with your product or whatever, and then um, you have to think like that guy's a businessman and he's bought it, right. and if he thinks he can get it, you know. And then you also have to remember that you can't step in on behalf of everybody that sends you a message on Facebook or right. Instagram. You know, it's, right. it's, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I, I I've seen what. So what's the highest you've seen? in on the primary market for one of your one of the kentucky owl batches oh can, primary market for kentucky owl yeah um you know it does like in a retailer yeah you know 650 700 yeah well I've that's seen, outside of the um you know i mean i think there was a I, i'm the last one i made was batch 10 and i think there was a batch 10 in some of those manhattan stores that were that had a thousand dollar price tag on them. yeah yeah I would say I've seen it in New York. I've seen it for a thousand and above. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's got to, got to inflate your ego slightly. I mean, yes and no. Uh, you know, uh, my ego is a little bit more inflated when you hear it's all gone, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> it's nice much to hear <laughs> it, it sell than it sell for silly prices. You know, yeah. I mean, I even, um, the secondary market stuff. I mean, yes. Is it, does it inflate your ego to find out that your bottle's moving for, you know, of course it does, but yeah, you know, you want to create something that people are going to give as a gift are going to share with, yeah, you know, whatever like you want, you want to, and, and, you know, you put all your blood, sweat and tears into creating something that, that just becomes, um, a commodity for people to use to get something else, and 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 so no one's really trying it, no one's opening it up, no one's sharing it, and that's sometimes. I mean, it's great, but it's also you know that's that's right kind of not what you go into creating something with that that mindset, I guess. Right, right. Well, I I, I tell you what, I've seen since you rolled out, you know, since, um, you know, you were here for the Omaha whiskey festival. Gosh, I don't remember. Was that September, I I don't know. September, October, it all runs but ever together. since you started rolling out, man, you're everywhere. You're, you're the talk of the talk of the town, talk of the 
talk of the country, talk of the world. It's it's. I'm not trying to blow smoke. It's it's everywhere. Seeing no, you know all the, all the reviews. Yeah, not-, not at all. No. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that you're seeing you know any kind of uh, metrics or anything on your end. No, the, I am. I mean, we get this stuff all the time, and it's 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 phenomenal. I mean, I, I I'm I'm blown away. I'm absolutely yeah. blown away. I'm That's so great. appreciative. I'm so thankful. I mean, it it. it you know, and, and, and this time of year and, and with all that's going on, you know, and being able to kind of slow down and, and, and pause and, and, and really reflect on, you know, what we've, what we've accomplished, what you've accomplished, what we're doing together here. I mean, I, I, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very blessed, very thankful for, for that. And, and, you know, I, I, what I love about what we're doing is that people, People, you know, we've got this priced so people aren't afraid to open it and they're right. opening it and they're sharing yeah. it and they're enjoying it. And they're, you know, it's like I'm I'm going back to get another bottle, not because, you know, it, it's because I finished the first one and I mm-hmm. want another one. And, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, I know you're seeing the same thing with with your stuff. I mean, it's 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 so great to have something um, again that, that people are really. Um, you know, enjoying and, and really, really into. And, and, and I, I just, I, I think my lucky stars every day, you know, and, yeah. and, and it makes me excited to, you know, to get started on the next one. Well, good. Yeah. And congratulations. I mean, it, it is, it's awesome. And I, and I, I've, I'll take this for, full circle, ask a question um, because I've, I've found myself throughout this journey having to pivot or even, uh, taking a step forward, you know, doing a release or, or going in a, in a, in a certain direction. I'd love to, to take this as a, you know, future topic on another episode to kind of go into these things. But there's been a number of times where I've done something and then step back and kind of gone, what, what just happened? Was that the right thing to do? You know, and then you just kind of have to wait it out. So, you know, going into O and D was that, did you ever have a moment where it was like, Oh, wait, 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 what, what are we doing here? Uh, or, or did it just, was it just not a factor? I mean, was it factored in and just, you know, no, I um, think, I think that when I first started Kentucky out, when it was Mark and I, um, we were kind of freewheeling, you know, we were kind of, um, let's, let's try this. Let's see, you know, whatever. Um, and then you know what i think the the one of the if not the greatest things that i have you know in in my life now in this 2xo life are are the the three guys that i started this brand with um who have great experience building brands starting brands developing brands um and i think you know i, I you know i i know my role you know, I know my job. My job is to is is to put these blends together and go out and yeah. and and represent them. Um, I am so thankful and and blessed with a great team who can you know when 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 it's you know when I have an idea and they say, well, let's think about it this way or let's let's you know, let, and and I think, um, you know, that's having a like a, a team around you that can you know, be honest with you about, you know, let's, let's think about why this might not be a good idea, why this might right. work. Let's, you know, um, and, and, and I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm like you, like we're idea guys and we like the whiskey part of it and all that stuff. And it's, it's having, um, that sounding board, uh, where they think about things, uh, more on the, um, you know, on the business side of things and, and they understand, yeah. you know, what, what challenges we might have with distributors or with, um, you know, and I think that's a great topic. I mean, to, to talk through some of that stuff and, and, yeah. um, you know, because it's, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, these guys in terms of, of things like that, they, you know, they, they forget in a day more than I've learned in, in, uh, you know, in, in 15 years of doing this. So I think, you know, in any thing, it's surrounding yourself with people who can, you know, challenge you and, and, uh, challenge your ideas and, and help you, you know, kind of process things. And, and, and that's, that's another thing, uh, that I'm very thankful for is, is, is my team in terms of that. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah. And I can tell you, you have a great team, you know, on all fronts, including the marketing side, they're doing a great job seeing all of the, all of the posts and a lot of reviews and, um, all the great things. Yeah, no, that's great. I'd, yeah. Let's, let's do that on, on future episode. I, I can think of 15 things off the top of my head that, um, were kind of, Oh shit moments. And yeah. fortunately they panned out well, you know, and I, and yeah, so looking back to that, reflecting back to that team spirit, you know, and everybody, everybody pitching in and, well, it's, um, I mean, you know, you learn a lot from your oh shit moments. Um, absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, obviously you learn as much from your, or if not more from your failures or missteps than you do from yeah. the things that, that, that just hit. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm thankful for all of it. And, and yep. that's what, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, pausing this whole thing and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm truly thankful for, for this opportunity for, you know, for this, um, you know, to be able to do this with you and, and for anybody, you know, all, as we say, all seven people that, that, that listen, um, I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> for them too. I hope everybody, you know, has a wonderful holiday and, and, uh, um, you know, good stuff to come in the new year. Agreed. I am extremely thankful for a lot of things myself, including you, Dixon Deadman, and and this podcast and your time and and uh, yeah, it's really been great. You know, good good way to to celebrate the holiday and um, and yeah, you know man. wish our viewers uh, a happy holiday and um, you know we there are people we, behind the scenes too that that you know Mirden yeah. Matt the the Myrden, team that yep, helped Myrden Myrden yep. uh, helps pull all this together. Um, you know. I hope I hope everybody that touches this thing and touches two XO and Golden Sheaf, you know, realizes how thankful we are and and so happy holidays to all. We'll be back at it again very soon. Well said. Yeah. Happy holidays. Cheers. Don't forget Cheers, to like, brother. share, follow, comment. Happy holidays, everybody. Cheers.